This week, our nation will observe Independence Day. And as we do that, we'll celebrate and honor rule breakers. Here's how it happened. The Second Continental Congress in 1776 was in session in Philadelphia. Our founding fathers were all gathered there forming the Continental Congress. They decided, and had talked about this for some time, that the colonies over here in the New World ought to be free. They were chafing under British rule, under, to use the historical term, taxation without representation and, and having limited say of what was going on. So they decided that these colonies ought to be free. On July 2nd of that year, they put it to a vote. It was unanimous except for one colony, New York, abstaining that these colonies ought to be free. Now understand that when they took that vote, they were breaking the rules because the rule for the colonies to that point was you obey the rules of the British crown. You obey their law. That was the rule of the day. So when they voted to be free, to be out from under to British rule, to form a country of their own, they were breaking the rules. Now here's what made that honorable. Is they did not do it for their own benefit. This wasn't breaking the rules like me cheating on a test, looking over the shoulder of the smartest person in the class when going through school. We always, always knew who the smartest person in the class was, and, and I cheat off their test paper so I can get a better score. It wasn't that kind of rule breaking. This was rule breaking not just to benefit them, but to benefit others. Most of these folks in the Continental Congress would have been economically okay had things remained unchanged. They could have complained and, and fussed about, about the rules of the crown and about the taxes that they were paying, but they would have been fine, but not so with others that they knew. When they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor, many of them did give their lives and their fortunes in order to be free for the benefit not of themselves but of somebody else. They broke the rules for that reason, not for self-gain, but for the benefit of others. Two days later, they approved a document, July 4th, stating their reasons for wanting to be free. They said in that document that governments exist to secure life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government. Later on, the document says, when a long train of abuses and usurpations, boy, they had a big vocabulary, didn't they? It is their right and their duty to throw off such government. They fully knew that these are the rules, but we're going to put people, this is what they did, we're going to put people ahead of rules. If rules get in the way 
of the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness of people, then we're going to change the rules. We're going to do away with the rules. That notion that I'm going to look after you by speaking against rules that may not impact me, but if it impacts you, I'm not going to let myself be okay until you're okay, until the rules are fair for you and helpful for you as well. I'm going to work against the rules or even break the rules. That's woven into the fabric of our country. It's in our founding documents. Sounds frighteningly revolutionary, doesn't it? Because it is. People, the head of rules, rules should serve people. Rosa Parks grew up in a day when the rules were she could ride the buses in her town of Montgomery, but if someone whose color was different than hers needed a seat, she was supposed to give them her seat. That was enforceable by law. December 1st, 1955, she boards the Cleveland Avenue bus going home from her day's work as a seamstress. The bus fills up. She was asked to give up her seat. She did not. She was arrested for that. Somehow, because of her act, she just stayed seated. The American conscience began to move towards saying, you know what, we need to put people before rules. We need to do better than what that rule would demand of us. She died in October 2005 at the age of 92. Her casket was placed in the rotunda of, her of our national capital. She was the first American non-government nor military person to be so honored. And across the two days, some 50,000 people came by to honor this woman who broke the rules. Rules before people. That's what we celebrate this week. Rules that should serve people. The religious people in Jesus' day had lots of rules, and they loved their rules. As our scripture opens, Jesus is in the synagogue. So is a man with a withered hand. So are the religious leaders who loved the rules. They were watching. They knew that Jesus would heal this guy with the withered hand. They knew he just would not be able to help himself because he had his history of disobeying their rules. See, if Jesus healed this guy on the Sabbath day, that would be working on the Sabbath. That was against the rules. Jesus had done things, and this was only into the second chapter of Mark, and already he had rubbed them raw, breaking their rules by forgiving this guy's sin. Well, only God can do that. Then he ate with sinners. That's a clear violation. As if all that weren't enough, he and his disciples were walking around on the Sabbath day. They went through a field of grain, and they were hungry, so they started taking the grain and, and, and eating it. Another violation of the rules. Here they are again, working on the Sabbath, harvesting this grain. 
Jesus heals the guy. How dare he do that, the religious leaders thought. That's a clear violation of the rules. Never mind that this guy whose hand was withered and is now whole can go back to perhaps his manual labor job and, and support his family. Never mind all that. There are rules, and the rules need to come first. Jesus decided to put people in front of rules. Now, neither Jesus nor our founding fathers thought rules were bad. We need rules. We need guidelines as to how we get along together and, and behave together. We need that. But they all thought that rules should serve people rather than people serving rules. We, as followers of Jesus, we break the rules. We help people that maybe aren't deserving. We, we reach out and do things that, that lift people up who may not have earned that quite yet. It was about two weeks ago that somebody was talking to me who does not go to this church, but yet had heard all the things that we're doing to reach out and, and, and help folks through Mother's Hubbard Cupboard, through one thing, through all the, all the things that we do. And they were saying, why do you do all that? Some of these people may not be deserving Maybe the rule we should live by is wait till somebody deserves it and let's just stick with folks that deserve it like we do and let's just go that way. No, that's not what we do. We follow Jesus in putting people before rules. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, all God's people together said, Amen. Amen.